0: Do you have a mouse or a roach? What? Who? Jenkins what? Who? What's happening? Jenkins, Are you real? Jenkins has a roach. Are you sure? I think so. It's got some moving thing. In 86, N.
1: M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time. The Babysitter's Club. Run. Well, Baby Nation. We just had quite a scene here in uh, Baby HQ, didn't we, Tanner? Yeah, we had a scene. Uh, (laughs) Jenkins, the cat,
0: caught a cockroach, which is not an indictment on. I don't
1: want you to think that Jack is not an unclean person in a cockroach infested pit.
0: We live in Brooklyn, New York. And there's lots of cockroaches. It just sometimes happens.
1: This is a rarity. Um, but Jenkins, Jenkins like finds one. them wherever they may lurk. Yep. Um, he and found
0: one, and he yummed it down. <laughs> as, I, <laughs> as I was saying to Jack moments ago, uh, I kept asking, "Oh, is he yumming it?" And he
1: was not yumming it.
0: No, he was. He toying sort of with vaguely
1: it. lost interest. Yeah. And then, like a shining knight of the Round Table, Jack. Sprang in action. Yep, picked it up and and, uh, and got rid of it. Right?
0: Yeah, you went over to it. Uh, mm-hmm. You wadded up about a half a roll of paper towels to <laughs> offer yourself a little protection mm-hmm. against it. And you went over to it and you tried to pick it up. And you went. <laughs> and then I said, Jack, do you need Papa to come over and take care of it? Yeah. And and you were trying to be a big boy, like
1: a bri- like a shining knight of uh, yore. I and- said. Yes.
0: And you reached down, you tried again, and you went, I can't get it. <laughs> so Tanner had to come over yep. and uh, take care of business. Yeah.
1: Well, and here we are. Uh, we read a book today, sir. Oh, we gone? Yeah. Okay. Hi, hi. Yeah. Hi, hi to you as well, Tanner. That involves uh, getting off the old phone, doesn't it?
0: I'm, no, you always criticize me for looking at my <laughs> phone, but
1: you know what's on my phone, Jack? Right now it's your notes. It the book like your notes. Yeah, that we okay. read. Okay.
0: Every week. All right. That I take rigorous notes on.
1: By which you mean you like highlight like five passages? One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six passages. <laughs> good. Good. I'm looking forward to your insights. Uh, one of them is just an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll start with that. After I welcome the baby nation. Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitters Club Club. A podcast in which I, Jack Shepard, I, Tana Greenring, talk about The Babysitter's Club. Books. By Princeton's own and and Matthews Martin. Matthews Martin. This week, we read a book called Babysitter's Club, book number 27. Yep. Colon. Jesse and the Superb Rat. No, that's wrong. (laughs) Misread. (laughs)
0: I, I There's don't. even a dash right there. Like there's a dash. No there's no dash. No, you're right. Sorry. There's it's one one complete it's, word. It's one complete word. Superb rat. It's a neologism? Jesse and the sup, superb rat. And you say it's a neologism. Yeah. Okay. do you want me to elaborate? No, you I really say? don't want to. <laughs> but go ahead. No, I, don't I know even... I'm not going to I know I can't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about neologisms. You know what
1: a neologism is. Yeah, yeah. Jism. (laughs) (laughs) It's right there. Anna Martin has coined a word. Oh, well, no.
0: Superb is a word, and so is rat. Yeah. But she's thrown them together in this
1: new, in this neologism. Maybe it's an acronym. Superb rat. Oh, you think it's an acronym? Yeah. Do you want me now in real time? Yeah. Go, go. Okay. Uh, um, uh, burp. Burp stare. That's when you. That's when you look someone directly in the eyes and you fucking burp right in their face. A burp stare. I guess it's not an acronym, is it? That's a anagram.
0: Yeah, an acronym. All right. Is a different thing.
1: Well, let's do an acronym.
0: Super ugly pissy Bur- elegant. No, elegant's a good word. I'm looking for bad words to super, describe. Super ugly titular pissy. super brat.
1: Ilimus signare is positive. That's a positive word. Yep. Duh. Um. That means charitable. Right. Duh. Um,
0: execrable. Execrable. Um, rat. Boy.
1: Um, ravages.
0: Ravages. A a
1: teen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, baby Jason. Uh,
0: something a teen
1: is good, though, because. Yeah.
0: No, wait. Jessie's not a teen.
1: Um, She's a tween. Oh. Well, we can do tween. Um, revolts. Revolts, revolts tween. against tweens. Revolts against tweens. Shitty, ugly, ugly pissy. Petty, pissy. Sh- well, I like petty better. Shitty, shitty ugly, petty, ugly,
0: petty, execrable, execrable, rat boy, revolts against revolt tweens,
1: against tweens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was our there mutual
0: go. recap of the
1: book. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I like that a lot. That was our acronym. Acronym. Our anagram. Anagram was burp stare. Burp stare. <laughs> I could, do, I could probably do better, but we probably need to move on. Listen, Baby Nation, if you're still with us, <laughs> which I don't know why you would be. Um, if you're still with us, first of all, thank you, I love you, and I kiss you. I love you, I kiss you. I love you, and I kiss you, and we would not be here without you. Um, let's describe this book for the Baby Nation. I think we
0: already did a pretty good job, but I guess we could.
1: What I'm going to do is I am going to describe for the Baby Nation in a back-of-the-envelope kind of way, basically what they can expect from this book, assuming that they didn't read it. After I speak, I will set the clock for 60 seconds, and I'd like you to prepare so that you get ready to say it all within 60 seconds. Okay. I'm going to begin. John is a bad boy who likes to pull the little girl's pigtails. Ugh, I hate it. John is a troubled boy who likes to push the other kids off the monkey bars. I don't
0: like the way you're saying it.
1: But up-and-coming child star Derek Masters knows that John is something very different from your average playground bully. Derek Masters knows that John is a nightmare he might never wake up from. And when local babysitter Jesse Ramsey decides to investigate, she finds herself pulled into a nightmare world of her own. Because John and Derek have more in common than she ever expected. Jesse and the Superb Rat. <laughs>
0: Jesse and the Shitty <laughs> and ugly. The shitty. Ugly, petty, petty, execrable, rat boy, rat boy, (laughs) revolting against revolting against
1: tweens.
0: (laughs) That is now firmly locked into my long-term memory. Yeah, and it's gonna be like the last thing I remember on my deathbed. (laughs) My wife will be by my side. The eighty-five,
1: darling, I can't hear (laughs) you.
0: It'll be like uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah. And, like, everyone will scramble, like, billionaire <laughs> podcasting tycoon, Tanner Greenring,
1: <laughs> Last Words War. And Jamie will be like, super rat? And you will be like, no. <laughs> Superb, Superb rat. <laughs> um. Oh, wait. There's a part for you to play here. Okay. Sir. Okay. And that part involves describing for the bu- 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 baby nation. Yeah.
0: Who's this person?
1: What, a, what are you showing me?
0: This is Jesse's family.
1: Oh yeah, it's okay. in the scrapbook in the back of the book. Good, good. Another v- Becca, classic visual exercise from old Tanner on the audio Becca, podcast.
0: Becca, yeah. squirt.
1: Yep. Jesse, Mrs.
0: Ramsey. Yeah. Mr. Ramsey. Okay. <laughs>
1: it looks like Urkel. <laughs> no, it looks like Urkel.
0: Does she? She doesn't have any other siblings.
1: Wait, there's a th- there's another man. <laughs> <laughs> this is, did you just notice this? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Jesse? Jesse's here. Becca.
0: Becca's here. Squirt. Squirt's down here. Mr. and Mrs. Ramsey. Mr. and Mrs. Ramsey. And there's
1: another man <laughs> in the, <laughs> Baby Nation. I'm not even fucking kidding you.
0: He's wearing a turtleneck and big, goofy 80s glasses. I, and, I, a,
1: and a vest. It's Who's the, this man? It's the Ramsey <laughs> family, and there's like a random man. Th- this is insane. That's crazy. Maybe he'll come up in a later
0: book. I don't know. But... I'm
1: fucking worried about this because like, this is a theme of this particular book as well. It's like somebody who's just not there. Like this <laughs> character, John, who's like, throughout this the is, book. We're this like, is oh, Jesse's
0: John. Yeah. She's got this Urkel character oh. living in her mind. Oh, Who she uses as like a scapegoat for all of her naughtiness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Baby Nation is going to be wondering who the fuck John is. I'm hoping you're going to get to that.
0: Put 60 seconds on the clock for your good buddy, Tanner Greenway. Okay.
1: I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock. You're going to tell the Baby Nation what happened in this book. I'm going to start, my friend, right now. There's a hot new show that all of Stony Brook is falling in love with called PS162.
0: Uh, it features a inner city school of of young kids, second graders mostly, eight eight year olds. Um, they are uh, there's one called Lamont. He's very handsome. There's one called Bart. Nope. There's one called Waldo, who's a nerd. <laughs> He's got glasses and spiky hair, and he loves science. Turns out that the Waldo is played by Derek Masters, Stony Brook native. Derek Masters. The show is wrapping. Derek Masters and his family are moving back to Stony Brook for the summer. Jesse Ramsey uh, is his babysitter. She gets to know him. Meanwhile, uh, there's a production of Swan Lake happening in, in Stanford, Connecticut, and Jesse <laughs> is auditioning for it, and it turns out that um, uh, Derek Masters makes up an alternate personality called John. 60 who seconds, uses to, and that's ah, it.
1: Sorry, that's all the time we have today. Did you feel like you got through the book? No. <laughs> you got complacent, didn't you? I got complacent at the
0: beginning, and then I scrambled to finish at the end, and I <laughs> couldn't keep up with myself.
1: You didn't give him the meat of what happens in this book. We need it. To be I got able- through Act 1. We got through Act 1. There's a super brat.
0: Yeah, there's a super brat called John. But
1: it's not who you fucking think, right? You think the super brat's going to be this like, child star who's too good for everybody. But he's nice.
0: He's a little dogged. The world is getting to him. Yeah. The the residents of Stony Brook like to harass him and like like to tease him. The girls at Stony Brook Elementary are all gaga goo goo over him because yeah. he's, a, he's a star. Yeah. The boys are a little jealous, a little petty, so they pull pranks on him. But there's yeah. this one boy. Called John. John. Yeah. Who just makes Derek Master's life a living hell. It's awful.
1: Like, he ties his shoelaces together so that when he stands up, he falls over. At one point, he pulls his feet off the monkey bars Yeah, while he's hanging upside down and lets him fall on his head.
0: Yeah, he could break his neck.
1: And he says, like, I fell on my head. Yeah. Got a huge bruise. Yeah, Jesse can't find it. Yeah. When she looks. Yeah. He steals his homework.
0: John, at one point, walks up to Derek in the lunchroom. Yeah. Grabs his lunch bag. Opens a window and just throws it out. Yeah. It's, it's horrifying. horrifying. You eat lunch outside now.
1: Can you imagine doing that to someone at work?
0: I'm trying to think if you're being... Like, I'm trying to impress... I'm, I'm trying to think if you're being cunning and if I've ever, ever actually done that to you before. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not outside of the realm of possibility that that is something I've done to you before.
1: But what happens? What happens with John?
0: John is mysterious. Yeah. He's tough to pin down. We
1: never really meet him.
0: Never really meet him. Well, yeah. we
1: kind of do, but it's it gets tricky. We meet him through his deeds and actions.
0: We meet him through his deeds and actions. Um, They decide to tape a TV movie that Derek Masters is cast in. Mm-hmm. So he needs to move back to L.A. at the end of the book. He's in town for like a total of two weeks. Right. By that time, everyone has stopped picking on him. He's made a lot of friends. But he needs to move back to L.A. So the babysitter's throw him a surprise party mm-hmm. to say, we love you, You know, thanks for coming you. back, we kiss you, have fun in LA, we'll see you again next summer when you're back. Mm-hmm. And they invite all of his classmates and they invite all of his friends and a number of the resident babies. Mm-hmm. And they try to invite John. Right. But Nikki Pike, one of Derek Master's only friends, mm-hmm. says, I don't know a John. I've never met a John.
1: Never met a John. There, he's like, there are no Johns in Stony Brook. There are no Johns,
0: yeah. But John does exist. Derek says to Jesse at the end of this book, right? When she confronts him and says, "Hey, who's John?" Yeah, you keep talking about John.
1: I we him tried to seen invite him, in him to the party. We've checked the Stony Brook census, and there hasn't been a John in We're trying Stony Brook to win. since like 1896. That's weird to think about, man. Yeah,
0: what's going on with Stony Brook where no one is named John? No one's called John. Yeah, that's
1: fucked up. Well, there's some weird shit going on in Stony Brook.
0: This is the seed of a new patented babysitter's club club conspiracy. Yeah. No one is called John.
1: No one is called John. Um, this narrative this week is like a specific kind of narrative that and Martin does, which I've called the external forces narrative. Where it's like instead of internecine struggle between the babysitters... It's an external force. Something's coming to mess with the babysitter. Something's coming from outside to fuck with the babysitters, right? And in this case, it's this kid, Derek Masters, who comes into Stony Brook. He comes back to Stony Brook, and he's like, I'm a big Hollywood celebrity, but I'm at school. And Stony Brook rejects him. You know why Stony Brook rejects him? Yeah.
0: Because he brought something back with him. He escaped the bubble. Yeah. And now he's back, and he's brought something with him. And this thing is called John. Yeah.
1: This thing is called John. Um, here's a quote for you. Yeah. That will chill you to the very bone. I'm already chilled. It's a moment in this book where Todd, Derek's brother. Yeah. Todd Masters. Todd Masters and Jesse are trying to figure out what to do during their babysitting experience. Yeah. Uh Jesse and Todd say some like weird dumb shit. Great. Good and setup. Derek responds. You got me. You hooked me. uh, Reel me in. (laughs) Jesse and Todd say something hilarious. Okay. Derek responds. You two sound cuckoo. Cuckoo, Todd echoed. Let's play Cuckoo Bird. Yeah. Jesse says. Since neither Derek nor I knew any game called Cuckoo Bird, and the truth was Todd probably didn't either, we decided to play Chinese checkers instead. That was significant for you. You know what a fucking cuckoo does? Repeats people. Right?
0: Oh no, that's a mockingbird. Uh, cuckoo is in clocks. It was. I mean, they gonna, live in clocks.
1: Good. That's good. I want to introduce you to the concept of a rhetorical question.
0: Yeah, they live in clocks. Um,
1: a <laughs> uh, rhetorical question is when somebody asks a question of another person. Yeah. That they intend to answer themselves. Well, just say it then. <laughs> <laughs> that seems dumb. And I'll introduce you to a secondary concept that is if you don't actually know what a cuckoo does yeah don't try to tell me yeah no i
0: do though they live on clocks
1: <laughs> a cuckoo lays its egg in another bird's nest so that the other bird will raise it as their very own cuckoo birds lay their eggs in other birds' nests is yeah. what you're telling me do you did you not know that no, I didn't know that. Are,
0: are they extinct? They're extinct, right? They're like... <laughs> no,
1: it's not a dodo. That's just a thing that cuckoos do. Okay. But, like, now to try to bring that to bear upon the novel that we just read. Yeah. Does that not terrify you that there's this metaphor that some external force is showing up in our happy home? Trying to plant and its. Planting, egg? like, some alien construct inside it? <sighs> That's what Derek is doing. That's who John is. Does he is? know
0: he's doing it? I guess he does. He admits at the end. Yeah. And this is my point. John does exist because Derek says at the end of this book, when Jesse confronts him, yeah. he says, there's no John. Right. We never found a John. Yeah. Derek said, John was at the party. Right. John is here right now. Yeah.
1: You're looking at
0: him. John is part of me. John is who I am. John is the shadow yeah. behind me every day. That haunts me. It's fucking terrifying. I just don't know if John is a metaphor or if it's an actual thing.
1: I mean, I think that this is what Anna Martin does really well. Is There's a superficial reading of this text, which is that Derek didn't know how to deal with the fact that the kids in Stony Brook Elementary were intimidated by his fame and started making fun of him and being shitty to him during class. And he reacted by being shitty to them in return and created this character called John in his mind.
0: That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. That seems
1: too easy. That's way too easy. That's the superficial narrative. Right. There's a secondary narrative, which is that Derek is an outsider, right? Derek has brought into the Stony Brook, which is this place that's trapped in time. Right. Has brought new thoughts and new ideas. Right and that is what john represents that is what the superb rat is the That's superb what the su- rat sorry the superb rat
0: sorry it's some kind of magnificent
1: pest right <laughs> exactly it's some kind of magnificent pest that is now in, in yeah. invading it's like an exceptional scourge yeah it is
0: a lovecraftian mm-hmm. horror right that our minds can't even comprehend right like a scourge like a pest like a pestilence yeah invading stony brook And it's hot on the heels of Derek
1: Masters. all-encompassing plague. That is what the superb
0: rat is. Rat.
1: Yeah. Right. So that's another reading of John. I think a third reading of what John is or what the superb rat represents in this novel is the siren call of Celebrity. Yeah.
0: Right. yeah, Stony Brook is celeb crazy in this book. Stony
1: Brook, Baby Nation, it's difficult to describe this to you if you haven't been reading these books, which, like, for God's sake, I hope you have. No, I'm I'm past it. You're past it? I'm glad they're not. All right, fine. Well, I'm happy that you're Although not.
0: it's the 30th anniversary. Like, throw Anna Martin a, a buck yeah. or two.
1: Yeah, Anna Martin is literally starving right now. Yeah. She's, like, sitting on the streets of Princeton, New Jersey.
0: God, we came so close to
1: greatness. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We came so close to greatness. Tanner and I spotted Ann M. Martin personally. Yeah. With our the own day, eyes. This is a real truth. Baby Nation, don't fucking tell anyone.
0: Yeah, don't tell anyone.
1: Do not tell anyone this. This is just between us you and you. You and, and me. Baby Nation. Right. Don't even tell Jack. Don't even, yeah. But Tanner and I both happen to be in the same place at the same time with Ann Matthews Martin. Yep. And we the l- both The lobby of our her. building. The lobby of our building. <laughs> and we recognized her, and we were too nervous to sing. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know what to do. I just, like, I got down from the elevator first and, like, was just walking outside to go wait outside for Tanner because we were going to go get lunch, and I did this, like, crazy double take. Possibly one of the few people in the world who might do that double take. Yeah. Well, we I was like, her,
0: like I literally have a picture of her up right yeah. now. It's in the book back <laughs> yeah. of every single one of these books. Like, yeah. I am... Intimately familiar
1: with what <laughs> Anna Martin looks like. I was like. like, "Is that Princeton's own Anne Matthews Martin?" And then, so instead of going outside, I just stood there like super awkwardly with my bike, just standing next to her. Yeah. Until Tanner came downstairs, and Tanner was like, "Hey man, how's it?" And then just like stopped, like mid sentence. <laughs> my as- like, I put my hand up to wave to Jack, <laughs> and I was walking towards, and I was like, "Hey Jack," and I stopped
0: mid sentence, and I just keep walking, my hand up, my eyes like plastered forward, and as. Princeton's own Anna Martin walks by. <laughs> uh, what
1: were what we talking, we talking about? about? All right,
0: stardom, stardom. celebrity, celebrity. The cult Derek of celebrity. Masters. Everyone is obsessed with the show because a Stony Brook native is on right. it. Right. Um, Let me what? just set the scene. Okay. Becca Ramsey okay. loves a young man on the show called Lamont. Mm-hmm. She. Wants to get in Derek's headspace Uh so that she can really drill him on Lamont. What's Lamont into? Can you give me his autograph? That kind of stuff. Karen Brewer, our pride and joy, decides that she can be on PS 162. That she can be on TV. Uh So she wants to get in Derek's headspace Uh to kind of get her resume out in front of him. Right. You know? Everyone else is just obsessed with Celeb. Mallory Pike acts as though she is hosting Royalty anytime time mm-hmm. Derek right. Masters comes over her house. They're just, you know, they're caught up in the limelight. It's
1: insane. And and Matthew's Martin has never spoken about this show in 25 previous books. Nobody in Stony Brook prior to this book has ever talked about this TV show. Right. And yet all of a sudden we open up book number 27. Jesse and the superb rat. Yeah. And it's a town wide craze. Yeah. Everyone's gone mad. Yeah. Everybody it's... is watching the show PS one sixty two.
0: PS one sixty two is a herald.
1: Yeah. What's that?
0: It is uh announcer sent ahead of the pestilence. Like Silver Surfer to Galactus to announce to okay. Stony Brook. Good. Stony Brook, Connecticut. Yeah. Your doom is on the horizon. Yeah.
1: Well, I fucking love that, and I love that you picked an extremely relatable <laughs> metaphor that Silver Surfer everyone... is a
0: very popular comic book. <laughs> <works. laughs>
1: Amongst whom?
0: Nerds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so there's something going on with PS162, right? What the fuck is happening? They describe two scenes from PS162, the show. Mm-hmm. The first one is a scene where Lamont, the main character... Who's like the hilarious fun oh, it's an ensemble character? Cast. Sure, it's an ensemble cast. Look, I'm not trying to cast aspersions on your best friend Derek Masters. No,
0: I just I think Lamont is an important part of the show, but he's, he's not the star of the he's show. He's not the star. Of he's the, show. the star There's of the show. There's a lot
1: of stars of the show. He's a big star of the show. Waldo, played by Derek Masters, is kind of like the comic relief. He's the nerdy Screech character. Urkel or Screech character. Yeah. Um. Urkel was kind of the star of that show, though. So eventually. We're not going to talk about family matters. Yeah, I guess about... Laura was probably the initial... Yeah, but I do think it's important, Yeah, and I can't emphasize this enough, mm-hmm. I do think it's important that we not talk about family matters.
0: Yeah, you're right, because people who listen to this podcast definitely aren't into nostalgia, <laughs>
1: Jack. It's important that we not discuss family matters on this show. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, you're making some much belabored point about something dumb.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's belabored because you won't let me even fucking get the first five words about it out without bringing up you want to talk about just the 10 of us i don't know what that is you want to talk about growing pains yeah hell yeah um kirk cameron uh, no michael j fox kirk cameron that's family ties family ties yeah Uh, you want to talk about a different world is that the robot one (laughs) that's small wonder okay None of these things are we going to talk about, and it's important that we not talk about any of them, including and especially family matters. But step there's by step. a scene for the love of Christ. There is a scene. Tgif. Step by step. <laughs> there's a scene. There are two scenes that come up in this book that are from the show. PS. One sixty two. Yep. The first one, Lamont, who is the star of the show. Whatever you may say, arguable. H- hilariously steals. Waldo's homework. Yeah. I don't remember that, but it's fine. Comes up again because one of the things that John, and I'm doing air quotes right now. No, you're not. <laughs> I can see you. Baby Nation doesn't know that. <laughs> I'm actually doing now he is right now. One of the things that John yeah, does. He actually did it. <laughs> in this book is that he steals Derek's
0: homework. Okay, but the fictional John steals Derek's homework.
1: Right. Who does actual John steal the homework of? I don't know, and I don't totally condone your ending that sentence with a preposition. <laughs> but my point is that there's this like weird echo between the show and the book. Yeah, I just wanted to establish that. Yeah, the second scene that is described of PS one sixty two. Yes, is a scene whereby Waldo, played by Derek Masters, Masters. yep. For some reason, has had his homework stolen. (laughs) He's very confused. (laughs) (laughs) And the teacher, who has a
0: name, yeah, Miss Pedagog. Pedagog, (laughs)
1: yeah, (laughs) little on
0: the nose. What are you
1: doing there, and Martin? I don't know. (laughs) Her name is Miss Pedagog. She asks, "You're the smartest kid in the class. Can you write the answer to the homework on the board?" Yeah. And Waldo gets up, and what does he write down? I can't remember. It's something like mitochondria. Fission. 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 F-I-S-S-I-O-N. What is the fucking question that the answer to is fission? What is the
0: process in which two atoms are collided together very fast to create a new element? And these kids are...
1: Eight years old. Right. And expel, keep in mind, expel obscene amounts of energy. Obscene amounts of energy. Does that not terrify you? And I will say, in addition to this, that fission generally, in a non-scientific sense, comes from the Latin findere, which means to split. And your favorite, uh, the Proto-Indo-European bade, from which, and this is very much an aside, we also get the word bite. So It's pretty scary. The word fission or fisher and the word bite come from the same root. This has nothing to do with what I'm saying. I no, it has absolutely really everything to do with what
0: you're saying. Jack, what you're saying is Waldo, Derek Masters, right? another creation of Derek Masters, Waldo, right. gets up in front of his class and he it's a confession. He's saying fission. He's saying there are two things coming together right, right now.
1: Yeah. And also biting is involved. Well, or Or. I'm going to split them apart. I'm going to split them apart. There are two where once there was one, now there are two. Where once there was Derek, now there is Derek and John. Fusion is... Where once there was Stony Brook, now there is Stony Brook. Fission is taking an element and
0: peeling off chunks of it to make two elements. Right. And release an incredible amount of energy. Right. Fusion
1: is jamming two elements together. Good. Baby Nation, this has been a science lesson from someone who obviously is just about hanging on to... The details of what science is.
0: I haven't taken a science class in 15 years.
1: Allow me to finish my point, which is that fission is the act of dividing two things, creating two where there was once one. And now we've got this crazy fucking child star walking into Stony Brook and bringing a second with him.
0: I don't want to freak you out. I'm already fucking freaked, my man. Page one. Mm Mm-hmm. Of my ebook, iBooks copy of this book. Mm-hmm. Says the Babysitters Club, Jesse and the Superb Rat. Mm-hmm. Anna Martin, Scholastic Incorporated. Page two, dedication. mm mm-hmm. The author would again like to thank Jan Carr for her help in writing this book.
1: Okay. Anna Wait. And
0: Martin did not write this book alone. There was an other. There was a dark half. There was a dark half. There was this Jan Carr. No middle name. Jan. J-A-N. Jan John. Jan John. Jan John. Shit. Page one of this book, she's saying, like, there's someone else
1: here with There's me. someone else. I'm there's not the only person. someone else here in this text with me. Oh, that's fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah. You took me to 11 with that. Anna we Martin. weren't just reading Ann M.
0: Martin's words in this book. We were reading another person's book, Jan. This
1: week... We're talking about book number 27 by Anne M. Martin and Jan Carr.
0: Um, I was just Googling. Jan Carr is a um, fairly prolific young adult and prolific.
1: children's author.
0: I mean, shout out to Jan. Yeah. You seem you seem Actually, like you're, uh... Jan
1: Carr, if you're listening, um, we're a huge fans of your work. We both really enjoyed this book. Anne M. Martin has so far, as we know, ignored us. In the one time we kind of briefly saw her and yeah. failed to make eye contact. Yeah. She didn't know to uh, look for us. But So we're we're moving on, and, and we would love to have you on the show. Yeah, Jan, hit us up. Please hit us up. Please, for the love of God. Um, dude, changing the subject dramatically to a thing that we need to talk about. PS162. Oh, is there a Bible verse? No. A
0: verse in the satanic verses?
1: No, I'm asking you. Dead Sea Scrolls? Do you get anything? Uh,
0: P.S. Public no. school
1: one sixty two. One sixty two. I did, like literally all I have is one sixty two is the number of Major League Baseball games that they have in a year. Yeah, that's not it. Um, and it's also the date of the beginning of the Roman war with the Parthians. That's probably not it either.
0: That's all. That's it. How about one? Do do a Google search for one colon
1: six two. One. <laughs> colon 62. Baby Nation, we're going to do this live. Wait, can you do it? Can you do it? Because it's like, this is a segment that we haven't done in a while.
0: Ten or Googles.
1: Let's see. One, six, two.
0: One, six, two.
1: Luke. Try Luke. Oh, good. Luke. Try Luke. Luke. One sixty two. Book one, verse 62. Good. This is live, Baby Nation. King
0: James Version. Good, of course. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called.
1: <laughs> so terrifying.
0: It resonates. It resonates with the, the themes of this book. <laughs> how he would have him called. Yeah. Let's read the, what's your, what's your favorite tra- translation of the Bible? King James. What's your second favorite? New American? No, it's fuck, the same. No,
1: fuck you, dude. Here's what we should do. And I feel like Anne is leading us there. (gasps) What? (laughs) What is it?
0: Check. What is 162? I clicked clicked ahead to Luke chapter 1, verse 63. Yeah. The next verse. Right. And he asked for a writing table and wrote saying, his name is John. What? And they marveled all. What?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, if Baby Nation Tanner has walked away from the mic, as would I if I didn't feel like I needed to fill in right now. This, you're hearing this fucking live. The full quote being,
0: and they made signs to his father how he would have him called, and he asked for a writing table and wrote saying, his name is John, and they marveled all. (laughs) Marveled superb a marvel a superb
1: (laughs) a superb rat
0: shit Anna martin is just it's just it's it's coming hot and hard and oh oh mrs martin that actually gave me chills when i clicked (laughs) chapter forward and read that oh
1: it scared me that was so powerful that was so powerful um well i need say no more and dude one six like, two, and also it's the same f- f- fucking number of Major League Baseball games in <laughs> a year. <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, we have to get past this.
0: <laughs> we could, we could just, we could do a whole new podcast
1: just on this. <laughs> oh my god, um, Tanner, let me ask you a question. Yes, and we've known each other for how long? Eight years. Eight years. Have I ever asked you whether you have a... did. <clears throat> yeah, I did. Okay, good. Please tell me.
0: Um, Derek goes to hang out with the Pikes because mm-hmm. he's friends with Nikki. Yeah. From his previous life in Stony Brook before he took on the darkness that is John. Uh, the triplets, the 10 year old triplets, are playing badminton mm-hmm. with Derek and Nikki. And they're kind of taunting him. Right. So he's playing badminton. He's doing really well. Derek is weirdly good at badminton. Do they teach you that on PS162, Byron jeered? Mm-hmm. Is that what they teach you in star school? Jordan joined in, not as good as Byron's jeer, but... Um, suddenly, Derek's face turned bright red. Forget it, he said. Just forget it. Who cares about your crummy old game? He threw down his racket and turned to face the triplets. Anvil head, he shouted. <laughs> Cactus brain. Pizza Pizza breath.
1: I got that as well. Yeah,
0: it's a triple burn. Right, he got each of the pike triplets one after the other.
1: Yeah, and he got them with each of the three different kinds of insult.
0: Okay, <laughs> extrapolate the,
1: the one where you have a head that is like an anvil. Uh huh. The one where like your head is fine, yeah. but inside your head, there's your a cactus instead made of a brain. brain. Yeah. And the one where, like, pizza breath is not so n- bad. A normal head, a normal brain, but you just ate some pizza. Yeah, pizza's mm-hmm.
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I stole your burn of the week, obviously. No. <laughs> 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 I just,
1: I captured that as well because it was three burns in one. Yeah. And, like, if you're someone like Derek, he's Hollywood. Yeah. So he's used to high level yeah. performance. He got all of these but,
0: from TMZ. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Which reads every day. Um but you got triplets and they fuck you up. You can't just be like, You guys are all and full heads. Right. You want to get one for each. And That's he, gonna hit one of them hard and the other yeah. two are gonna be like, nah, yeah. I don't get it. I'm like, no, I got a normal head. Yeah, like, my breath isn't great, but it's like <laughs> Uh, We're running towards a close, my friend. Do you want to just try to push into our other hit segment? (gasps) Tearful moment! I didn't have one. Okay.
0: Did you? No, I didn't didn't have have one. It was not a sad book.
1: I didn't have one either. It was it was not a sad book. It was a terrifying book. It was a disturbing book. It was a difficult book. It was a complicated book. There's a I lot guess going on.
0: if I had to have a tearful moment, it's the tears that can't help but run down my face when I am presented with the horror and awe-inducing abomination that is John. John.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a different kind of tears. Right. The closest that I came to a tearful moment in terms of heartwarming was early on this wasn't tearful per se so it's kind of cheating and i think that the babysitters club judges who are evaluating every episode yeah and this is going to be a, a four out of ten the judges are not going to give me full marks for this because it's not something that makes me cry but there's a moment early on where jesse is talking to her ballet teacher madame noel
0: who pronounces jesse's name Jesse Ramsey.
1: Jesse Ramsey.
0: Which is is I always call (laughs) Jesse, Jesse Ramsey.
1: Yeah, you've been throwing that out. (laughs) But she's kind of a cool character in this book that we haven't had a lot of chance to talk about. But it's early on, and Jesse discovers that there are auditions being held for Swan Lake in Stamford, which is like way above her pay grade. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, that seems cool. I wonder who's going to get parts for that. Certainly not me, lowly Jesse Ramsey. And... Madame Noël is like, Ma petite, do you think you might audition for Swan Lake? Me? My voice came out in a high-pitched squeak. Well, I don't think this year. Maybe I'll be ready next year. I mean... You're a gifted dancer. And it's spelled D O N C R for what it's worth. Yeah. Madame cut me off. It's an acronym. Yeah. (laughs) 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 We're not doing it again. (laughs) I'm I'm ready, (laughs) (laughs) man. madame cut me off this production would be quite professional it would be a wonderful experience for you broadening i do hope you consider dear she handed me a flyer with the information then madame smiled at me and gestured for me to go ahead out the door the thing that happened in this moment is i completely lost myself inside that and forgot that i was for the moment reading a book for 13 year old girls and was sitting at my home in the morning mm-hmm. before we went to work uh-huh. trying to get through the book and got so riled up by it that I said out loud You can do it, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and she did.
0: And she, she fucking was, did it. Jesse got the part. Yeah. She is a swan. Yeah. A swan maiden. Yeah. Um, let's go home to our wives. Um Goodbye, baby nation, and good night. Good. We've been Jack Shepard, and we've been Tanner Greenring. Claudie's wearing a bra now.
1: No, wait. No, no, no. Don't say all my things. I do want to also say that at the end of this book, right at that very end, Derek. Masters. Masters. And this is kind of also in the tearful moment category, though I didn't technically cry. Then it's not a tearful moment. I've been Tanner Ringrude. Nope. It's not even my name. He hands her a signed headshot. (laughs) Yeah. Which is... Pretty baller. Which is kind of fucking awesome. But also a little weird because she's his babysitter. Yeah. And it just says to Jesse, you're the best babysitter I ever had, and you're a pretty good ballerina too. I don't know if that's good co- it's like a, now it's that I'm reading negging. that feels a little it feels a little nagging. <laughs> yeah. Like earlier in the in the book he mansplained to her. Yeah. And now he's like how her. to do ballet. And yeah. he's like of eight year old child actor. You're pretty and good at ballet. You're a pretty good ballerina too. Good luck with your tour jeté, your friend forever, Derek Masters. That's the kind of thing that would have made me cry if there had been any tearful moments in this book, which there fucking weren't. Baby Nation. Baby Nation. Baby Nation, listen to me. Listen Listen to me. me. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you, and I mean this in all seriousness, that I love you. Jack does not even tell his wife that he loves her.
0: So that means something, Baby Nation. Right.
1: And I know that in this day and age, it feels like that might not mean something, even coming from me. And so I will add to that, and I mean this in all sincerity, not only do I love you, but I kiss you. Right. I love you. I love you. And I kiss you.
0: I, Tanner Greenring, love you like Mr. McGill loves Mrs. McGill. (laughs) Yep. A love that will never never
1: end, that is eternal. Yeah. And I, Jack Shepard, love you. Like Mr. Spear loves Don's mom, Mrs. Schaefer.
0: That's fine. That's a new love, but it's not an eternal love. They've loved each other since
1: they were kids.
0: That's fine. I just, I want to stress how eternal and how unending the love between Mr. McGill, and Stacy's father, and Mrs. McGill, Stacy's mother, is. It's eternal. And unshakable.
1: And unshakable. What are we reading next week, Jack? We're reading a book next week. That is called Welcome back, comma Stacy. No, no,
0: no, no! I don't want her.
1: Welcome back, Stacy. I wonder if she's coming for a visit, or I wonder if she's coming to stay. I don't know why the McGill's would move back. Uh, maybe Mister McGill got another chance at the uh, Stony Brook branch of his office.
0: I guess I don't know.
1: I'm not into it. Tough to say. You
0: know my stance on Stacy.
1: Yeah. Well, it'll be nice to have. If not Stacy, at least her loving parents. And you know what else this means? You are an example to us all.
0: Remember what happened when Stacy left Sonybrook?
1: What? Oh, this... they had
0: to replace her with Jesse Ramsey yeah. and Mallory. Pike. Mallory. You know what happens when Stacy comes back to M- Sonybrook? What? Mallory and Jesse get fired. You think? Absolutely.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I guess that's what any reasonable company would do, right? Yeah. Like they were temps. You get temps to fill in for your C-level person. Right. And then she comes back. Right. They don't have a job. Right. Does Dawn get demoted to chief alternate officer?
0: Mm. I would not call that a demotion. Yeah, (laughs) She gets re-promoted.
1: She She took a demotion. She goes back to CAO. Yeah. Stacy is back as treasurer. Yeah. Mallory and Jesse are out. Kids Incorporated is back. Kids Incorporated is back. Welcome back, Stacy. Welcome back, Kids Incorporated. Uh-huh. Goodbye, Mallory. Welcome back, Mr. and Mrs. McGill, whose love will never die.
0: Yep. Um You, you took away Miss Martin? Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yeah. I'm looking right down the barrel of the camera at you, Miss Martin.
1: It's weird cuz you're actually looking right down the barrel of your mic at me and it's freaking me out. Miss Martin. Yeah.
0: You took Louie away from us. Uh-huh. You took Mimi away from us. Oh but I'm glad that you will never take away the love between Mr. and Mrs. McGill. Welcome yeah. back, Stacy.
1: Welcome back, the McGills. Next week, we're going to be diving into that. Until then, I've been Jack Shepard. I've been Tanner Greenring. Claudia is wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you'd think, boys, had just been a fan. In 86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book what became Now it's time the club, club. I would like you to begin by saying
0: making mouth sounds.
1: Um a thing that's not good is when you make mouth sounds. Okay. It's unhelpful and it's not gonna make the edit. Yeah, it will. And it'll definitely make the edit. It won't make the edit. It'll definitely make and the edit. No, it won't. <laughs> And so
0: it'll be the blooper.
1: Given no, it's not gonna make the edit. And listen, and given no, but listen, given the fact that you're making mouth sounds and it's not gonna make the edit, Mm -hmm. you're literally just making mouth sounds at me. It's It's not performative. It's gonna make the edit. It's not gonna make the edit. It's not for it's gonna be the blooper, I guarantee it. No.
0: (laughs) I think this is my episode to edit. I'm gonna put it in there now. It's just And if it's not, I'm gonna go in and edit your episode and put it in.
1: (laughs) It's literally you're just going You can't even do (laughs) do it. How do you do it?